pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Brian. Brian Christofferson. I gotta take this. It's half. Be right. B-Rooney drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was bright. Brian Christofferson, Husker 24-7, on The Connor Happer Show, on 1620, The Zone. All right, we're joined now on the 42 Degrees, the source hotline by Husker 247's Brian Christofferson. BC, happy Friday. How are you? Pretty good. You recovered up uh, from last night yet? Did you storm the court? I assume you did. Uh, I did not. Oh. Um, I was just one of those guys like we do in the year 2024 where we hold our phone up and take a picture of it, tweet it out to make ourselves feel important by getting likes and retweets <laughs> off of it. Well, you did You did a good job. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was quite the show last night. Um, just, I mean, what happened? in that second half for them to be able to claw their way back in. And then I think the most, you know, I don't know if it's the most impressive part, but one of the more impressive parts is getting it back tied, going back down, getting hit with another punch and then coming back again. Well, I know you've already probably been over it, but you can't speak enough about CJ Wiltshire. And if you think about his Husker career, you know, it's been kind of winding with, uh, times where I think he's from people who follow the team closely. He's got criticism before and he's sort of been on and off. And right now he's just been on for a couple few weeks, really. And, um, when he pulled up in transition and hit that three from deep, deep that Mm -hmm. made it 50 to 43, uh, there was already like a little spark of hope in the air that had, that had happened. But when he hit that, it was just like another world in there. Um, it really was. And uh, and then, like a couple moments later, you get that play where Sammy, Sam, you got you got to call him Sammy too. Like Sam Hoiberg isn't fun enough. It's got to be like Sammy when you're Sammy. talking about games like this. Like little Sammy getting after it, almost gets a steal. He's taller than me, by the way. <laughs> um, but. Little Sammy almost gets a steal, doesn't, but then Josiah Alec gets it, is on the floor, saves it back to Sam, and then Sammy pulls out the spin move on, on the dude and gets to the bucket for, you know, two to make it 50-46, and that was just like the thing. It was insane in there. It really was. And after the game, um, our Wisconsin writer was there, um, a younger guy, and I think, uh, you know, he's covered Iowa State and um, – seen Hilton and how loud it can be there and all that stuff. But he was texting uh, me and Schaefer and he's just like, this was nuts. Like I, I've never seen anything (laughs) like that setting. Like he, he was just um, gobsmacked by uh, the environment at that game. And I have to agree with him. It really was like one of the better sporting events I've been to like the last 12, 15 minutes of that game. It was incredible. Fred Hoiberg uh, right afterwards with, with uh, Nick Bond, BTN, he asked him like, Hey, how'd you do? You know, the obvious question, how'd you do it? He said, 
I don't really know. <laughs> I guess I don't really know either. I I said yesterday before the game, like, what's the like? If you're asking what's the path to Nebraska's victory last night, no path. It, it was you know if you're Josh Odson, you'd say no path. If you're me, I was like, I, I don't know. I you'd say there's a little bit. Of, they need a little bit of magic. Can you put together like 40 minutes of magic? And that's the only way that I could explain kind of how that happened last night. And everybody was just like, oh my god. That just happened in a positive way to us instead of that empty feeling where it's like, oh, that happened to us instead of it, it happened for us last night. Yeah, and uh, another part of it was the students were incredible at that game. Like, they sort of took over the venue, and um, it had a little bit of that, that dooky feel, you know, when Duke is rolling and, and people are bouncing up and downs, And it, it was just a, they, yeah. they, it was just an outstanding environment. But then you got to give credit, like you said in your opening question, and I think this is important to go back to. They rally all the way back. But this happens so often in sports. You climb that hill where you're down a lot. You expend all that energy and emotion. And then the other team punches back, and you you can't quite find it again. And then it was Rink who did it. And uh, he had an incredible, like, last, if you count the five minutes of overtime and then regulation, like last nine to ten minutes of that game. He hits a shot when it's 63-56 from, it was in the state logo. Um, (laughs) And he hits that then he hits that step back three that ties it at 65. Then he hits the hook in overtime. Then he finds Jawan Gary for the, you know, the easy bucket plus one. And then he hits another hook for so, I mean, he had like five just unbelievable plays um, down the stretch. And it's, you know, I know that this team has frustrated people with what it's done on the road. Um, I get that. Uh, but man, it's been a fun season to cover, and I know it sounds like it as I'm talking about it. I just has. I've I've really enjoyed this group of guys and uh, the way like they will have a game or two where everybody's kind of down on them, and they're like, ah, here it goes, and then they do this and they pull you right back in, and uh, now they're going to have a tough one on Sunday, which I I don't think people should get their hopes up about right. in Illinois, to be honest. And you'll hear some of the same old same old from some people, but the bottom line is. Um, if, if they're on the bubble, um, it's sure going to look good or you would hope might uh, tip, tip the scale in their favor that you have uh, wins over Wisconsin and Purdue, which I, not a lot of people are going to have. Well, they've been met with these, and they've, you know, the, the fact of the matter is they've like earned it. They've earned these kind of pivotal moments where we have these opportunities where they come off of big wins and then it kind of comes crashing down in the very next game. They've, you know, they, they, they had this stretch earlier in the season where they came off that nice win at home against Michigan State, and then they went on the road and beat K-State, and they, they multiplied it. And then, you know, they had a couple sleepers in the non-con, came back and, you know, won their first game in conference there. But they had Purdue and then lost to Iowa. They had, um, you know, they had the two against Northwestern Ohio State and then lost to Maryland. And then they had last night, and then they go to, they go to Illinois. And I think it's a – you know, you just said it, you're – you're sort of prefacing the 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 opportunity that they have on Sunday with like or you know I don't I don't know if they're going to be able to get it done but they have earned themselves another opportunity to do it and you would think with enough experience like you could finally find the formula at some point to be able to just simply play well on the road. I don't know if Nebraska is going to win but you know play well. Yeah. I think that's sort of where I'm at. Well, what what they've done is they've had two or three road games where they've played well 
for like 20 to 25 minutes, yep. but that's not enough. That's just not going to work. And so, um, you have to find that, that extra something and, um, sort of belief in each other when things are going haywire and you don't have everybody's backing in the arena, um, that you're going to quickly find a way out of it. Um, and you know, whether they can locate that or not down the stretch of the season, I don't know. I mean, it would be so big for this team, honestly, Connor, if they were just like even one and four on the road in the Big Ten, like it would have that narrative sort of off the table a little bit because yep. it's that offer that sort of like keeps sticking out and the end keeps coming up. And so they really just got to find that that one somehow, some way to, to, to take that like sort of amusing, not amusing topic uh, away from people where it's like, hey, could a team, like, win every game really impressively at home and then lose everyone on the road and still get in the <laughs> tournament and, and just kind of remove that from, from the platter? Um, I think Illinois, um, if we're just looking at the, the game ahead, Illinois is playing great right now, and I think it's going to be a really tough tough one to break through there. Um, Northwestern's not going to be easy to break through after that either because Northwestern, as everybody saw with how they played against Purdue, uh, you know, they can go toe-to-toe with anybody, and they want revenge on Nebraska. So this is not the easiest part in the schedule to to make that that move on the road. But, you know, you got to do something difficult sometimes to uh, to get people off your back, and we'll see if they can do it. BC, um, I, I know you guys just got done doing a uh, emergency basketball pod, so I don't know if you, you, you saw this headline yet, but the, the Big Ten and the SEC sort of – coming together yeah. and, and handshake memeing and saying, hey, um, we're going to create a advisory group to address some of the challenges ahead um, for student-athletes. Like, quick reaction to that and what, you know, what we ultimately see coming from a kind of relationship between the Big Ten and SEC. Not surprised. Somebody's got to take leadership in this uh whatever this college sports realm we're in and um the big 10 and sec have as much power as anybody they have more power than anybody um combined with their connections with all the tv uh people who we don't even know their names who are powerful but um so it just seemed a matter of time to me before these two are like all right let's let the big boys uh, get together in the room and talk it out and you know work on some things um, and I guess the, my other quick thought is, I think sometimes I, people have kind of moved off this topic around here, but there's still sort of that old nostalgia for the league Nebraska used to be in and all this stuff. And I always tell people, you want to be in either the uh, Big Ten or SEC where you at least have a voice in that room and you're a face in that room because we do not know how this landscape is going to shift out. We don't know who the haves and have-nots are ultimately going to be. But if you're one of those teams in one of those conferences right now, I think you sleep a lot easier about things while knowing you still have to keep putting uh, a good product and brand forward to make yourself one of the haves. And um, I've listened to Trev's words on this, and I know he thinks about that all the time. And, like, Nebraska's got to position themselves where, uh, you know, they can flex a little, or they're at least in a, uh, amongst a group that can flex, and that's why you're happy when you see a headline like that if you're a Nebraska fan that you are in this league right now. No matter what negatives you see about the league, uh, look at that very big positive because it sort of outweighs everything else. 
BC, great stuff as always. Uh, enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you later. All right, thanks, guys. Ryan Christofferson of Husker 24-7. Yeah, um, we'll talk a lot more about that headline that I just read to BC there uh, starting at noon. But the Big Ten Conference and the SEC announced today the formation of a joint advisory group of university presidents, chancellors, and ADs to address the significant challenges facing college athletics and the opportunities for betterment of the student-athlete experiences. Both um, commissioners were quoted in here, and they talked about sort of a, hey, we don't expect to agree with each other on everything, but I think it's good that we open up the windows of communication between our two conferences, which clearly stand out amongst the rest. Where does this lead? Well, I think we all know. We'll talk about it a little bit more coming up in a few minutes. Simple's coming up at the bottom of the noon hour. Josh has the odd news next on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.